0: Hello and thank you for tuning in again to 442FM. I am your host, Adam Jackson. I've got a regular in Kevin Ayres and two newbies to the pod. A debuts all round for Cassandra Trepady and Christina Trijeska. talk about today, so let's get straight into it. socceroo Squad, we talked last week about the um the preliminary squad. It's now been cut down again to twenty six. Like what was the point? What was the yeah. point in releasing a thirty 32- two This I mean that's what squad? I
1: said last week, you know it's a complete farce. You mm. know, you give people some hope and then you take it away from yeah, them. Yeah
2: it's it's a bit um, it's harsh isn't it? It's yeah you you know you're expecting say if you get chosen for that 32 and you're expecting to go on and play go to Russia and you're suddenly not going it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bit of a down downfall uh,
0: what, What's happened over that period that Bert has thought do you know what, McLaren isn't right for me, you know, he's, he's, he's only scored a hat-trick um, and bought I'm, I'm glad I put him in my 32, but he's not making my 26.
1: The the scuttlebutt is that that decision was actually made before the weekend, mm. so uh, okay. which you know just makes yeah. the whole 32 even more preposterous because they were only actually in 32 for yeah. a day or something yeah. uh, before Bert cut them back down to size. Um, but I mean, even still, you know, you can change your mind.
2: You can, yeah.
1: You can say, ah, well, actually, no, maybe. There's a bloke who's just scored a hat-trick against the, ost- ostensibly the second biggest side in Scotland, uh, a European quality side, ostensibly, uh, maybe we should get him into the squad. Uh, I mean, th- the whole McLaren thing uh, pretty much made clear on Twitter, I think, was an <laughs> absolute disgrace. Uh, it's a bloke who scored more goals than any other Australian in the league like, ever, went back and did it again the following uh, season, scored one more. Uh, went overseas, as they're all supposed to do, struggled at first, and then found his yeah. feet, stuck with it, found a club, and banged in more than a goal every other game. That's everything that we want from a striker. That's what we actually... That's, if you had to actually put it down in the textbook, that would be it. And he still doesn't get and he's young.
2: And he's young too, so if you put him into the squad, the national squad, he's going to get the experience best experience you can possibly get at yep. such a young age and I think you can only get better as well yeah. you'll be
3: set you'll be set for the future because everyone's yeah. talking around the issue of Tim Cahill this being his last World Cup maybe we don't know mm. but it's definitely there who else do you want to take over from Tim Cahill somebody that knows what they're doing
0: yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a good point Christina but like, does Bert care about like blooding in players that's going to but, it, but the thing is,
1: this should not necessarily be a blooding in exercise. We've got Tommy Urich there, who scores one goal every four games, at best. Uh, that's not good enough for your frontline striker. And I, don't, I accept the fact that he comes up with goals or assists at key matches, but that was four years ago, three years ago. Um, you need, and he is a strong presence, but by the same token, you need somebody who actually knows where the back of the net is when he's your main striker. And their second best after um, a Urich, if we ignore Kale, of course, yeah. is um, a Jednak. Yeah. I mean, that's how ridiculous <laughs> it is. We've yeah, looked at a yeah. defensive midfielder as our next best source of goals. And that's because most of our goals seem to come from free kicks or penalties. We're not scoring from open play. Uh, and again, McLaren is there for mm. us to do that. Mm. It's a man who knows. He's an, It's. The description that keeps, keeps coming to my mind is Michael Owen uh, for England back yeah. in the uh, the 90s, uh, where he was described as a natural born goal scorer and should be straight into the squad. Yep. McLaren fits that bill to a T for me. Should be there. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that he wasn't really on the radar when uh, Australia playing Saudi Arabia. Bradford Marek never really looked into it, and possibly doesn't even isn't fully aware of his record in the league as a you know a number yeah. one
0: goal scorer. Surely, like, you, no way could he be in that role and not an overlooked I, I, player that I, has yeah. been there or thereabouts the squad. But there, there we are. I don't understand what the We've, the reason for it exclude well, you, no, otherwise is. We but we not, the,
1: oh. the other explanation that's put up is he's only playing in the Scottish Premier League. We've got Rukovic in there. <laughs> <laughs> The only other thing I can think of
3: is Ben Marwick is only here for a short amount of yeah. time, and then we've got Graham Arnold. Yeah. Maybe he's just doing what, basically, what he wants to do and what he thinks is right, like just a safe time sort of option.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I agree, I, mean, yeah. I, I think that probably is it. But by the same token, where are we going to score?
4: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, the
1: entire game plan seems to be try and lose 1-0 to France if we can, try and get a 0-0 draw against Denmark. And we only need to score one goal out of the three games. And given that our main striker only scores once every four goals four <laughs> games, we might be we might yeah. like it. it could be his game and we get a 1-0 win against Peru. And that mm. could be enough to get us through.
3: But that's not how we should be thinking. We no, should be not. thinking, no. oh, maybe, oh, we'll try. I mean, the Socceroos have been flatlined for, for the past couple of years. We should not be the same as we were ten years ago when the Golden Era was around. It's ten years, for God's sakes. Mm. We've got other nations around the, around the world who change, you know, game in game out. Well, we're expecting to change every so many years. That's not right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to regenerate. We have to bring new players through. And when we see a weakness in the side, we have to <laughs> address it yeah. and look for solutions. And we've got a solution uh, we've got a potential solution. McLaren might not make it at the top level. Scott McDonald had a similar background, yeah. similar success in his league and couldn't convert that into soccer's chances. But by the same token You've got to look. You can't stick with a striker who only scores once every four games. I put out a tweet the other day. um,
2: I might sound really annoying on Twitter sometimes, but sometimes I can't help myself. I might enjoy it. (laughs) And I said, um, We do complain that we don't have the talent here in Australia, but we actually do. You know, the likes of Arzani, McLaren, and it's right. Sometimes it's right. They're right in front of us, and they don't get chosen. Just like, I mean, I'm glad, really glad Arzani is is there. Yeah. Um, But the likes of McLaren, you know, it's.
0: We need to just that, give them that chance Yeah, ex- exactly And, and kind of Kev said that, that is, We need to be reinvented And Arzani is the exciting reinvention Of, uh, of what potent, the potential soccer's future could look like um, We were all
1: the, um, the optus due last night And Tony Vidmar Who's former Australian Joey's coach And uh, now assistant coach at Melbourne City uh, Made the point that we don't have another player like Arzani mm. uh, And it, he is the most exciting player in that squad um, he is not the finished product by any manner of means. He's a long way off it uh, in both in terms of maturity and fitness. Yep. But by the same token, bring him off the bench and throw him at a tight defence and just let him run at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vidmar was saying that his number one st- a stat last season was the number of take-ons he did, where he went at player, ran at players, and got past them. And he was twice the nearest player uh, to him. Yeah. he's he's just he's a, he's a great. Gaucho style, yeah. dribbling wizard that just runs at defences, takes mm-hmm. them on, backs himself and gets away with it uh, and delivers a ball and you know, in conjunction with Rogic and Moy uh, delivering balls to him with vision and uh, anticipation and then letting Arzani either have a shot himself or set up a McLaren, god that would be so exciting. It would
3: be, yeah. If we look for more talent like Arzani, the future of Australian football is in your yeah. hands. But like Kat said, we have the talent, but nobody wants to look for it. It's mm. like they're playing the safe card again. And if you continue to play the safe card, you're going to be doing the same thing over and over again. And insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting a different result.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, mm. that was the argument that we had against Fabik uh, and Ossiuk, that mm. they kept playing the same players over and over again. And the people that I saw rising up against them are actually backing this squad for not changing it's like we <laughs> yeah. we've got to keep moving on we it's an, a constant evolution yeah. uh, and the fact that we scored goals in qualifying does not mean that we're going to score goals at the World Cup mm. we have got players that can find the goal but yes it was against at best peer opposition yeah. not world class opposition yeah.
0: but, but that is chaos that. Cahill has got a very good CV of scoring goals, crucial goals at at crucial periods against some of the world's best club and um, national teams. Well, that's probably
3: one of the main reasons why he picked Cahill instead of McLaren.
0: Mm.
1: But but to be honest, though, I think that's a MacGuffin that I do think, much as it hurts me to say that a player of 38 who's only played some, I I can't remember if it was 90 or 200 minutes over the course of the season... (laughs) <laughs> we still need him in the squad yeah. uh, that, that's the terrible thing I really think the McLaren thing is it's a case of do we take McLaren or do we take Urich? Or certainly I wouldn't take Rukovic uh, I don't think I'd probably take Troisi either um, but we do also have to still cut, make cuts elsewhere
0: so out of that 26 who do you think's the three that's going to go
1: for mine um, Troisi uh, Rukovic yeah and probably it de- it's going to depend on how he goes in the camp but Berlanti's probably the one who's yeah. perhaps the, uh, the spare man that we don't need mm-hmm. um, that we've got co- enough cover elsewhere for
2: yeah I agree and it'd be interesting to see how the uh, Karacic goes yes
1: as well I think he's another unknown uh, and yeah. you know, he may struggle to, to fit into mm. the squad the culture the lineup. um but you know, it, it's a position that we need to address. Risdon is the other one. I mean, I think it's probably going to be a toss-up between Risdon and Brian Taper, possibly.
0: Yeah, for for me, I think if you look at that squad and look at how he's gone, uh, but has brought in Cahill and Troisi's in there, I would be. There's quite a few players that are on single-digit caps, and I would be expecting a few of them would get would get binned off, which unfortunately, uh, uh, I think Brilliante is a, a great player, and he's had a, a great season, but um, I think he w- he's top of my list of ones to get caught. I think Troisi will be in the squad and, and him out. Then I think I, I th- if he takes Nabut and Petratos, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, yeah i
1: agree. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I think one of them probably has to go, but I still find it hard to believe that you can justify Troisi being there, to be honest. Mm. We've got a lot of talent in the, uh, in that area of the field, and it's it's pretty much daylight between the top tier, of the first line squad, and mm. Um But you know, uh, it it really all depends on the way the general as a unit and in training. Um, the interesting thing, Rich Bayless was saying to us last night, was about Bailey Wright. Mm. Uh, not so much that he is necessarily a great talent on the field but uh, that he is a, supposedly the, the cultural leader uh, in amongst the, the group and social side he uh, he brings a lot to the group and without that they're going to miss yeah. um, bonding and it is an interesting point because there's it's a lot of individuals in that team rather than leaders or team necessarily it's unfair to say they're not team players but they can get inside their own head. I think quite a few of them. Mm. Uh,
0: but that, like, that, that's it. Like Bailey Wright is the club captain. Yeah, like, he is the captain of his of his club team. You need those sort of players. You uh, yeah. in, in your squad. Like unless, unless Bert thought that he's got his his leader in Jednak and doesn't want to.
1: Yeah, I mean Jednak is is without a a great leader on the field. But again, this off pitch mentality. Uh, that you need to develop too. It's an important part. Uh, and, you know, mogi- hey, Rogic, Mogic. <laughs> I'm going to <adopt> duck that actually. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Australian midfield, Mogic. <laughs> All right, let's put that on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, Australian midfield, uh, Rogic, Moy, even Jednak, uh, th- they're quite introverted characters, yeah. you know? Uh, Jackson Irvin, far less so. Um,
0: um, he spoke very well at the Cartex event. Yeah, you were really yesterday. Being, yeah, yeah, really good. Like, didn't miss a beat, answering mm-hmm. questions straight. They were um, insightful, intelligent, eloquent. Really, um, a lot of time for him. I
1: think the Wright's biggest problem is that he has looked outclassed at this level yeah. the last few games. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and you know, uh, Bert's obviously just made that call that you know, there's only so much that you can let people away with further off the field uh, yep. strengths
0: if they're not pulling their weight on the field so what about that defence then Christina what do, you, what do you reckon
3: Um, well I'm happy to see Trent Sainsbury in it yeah. he's, he's mm. definitely one of the favourites for the soccerers and I'm happy to see him there
0: um, Sainsbury's the first name on the team sheet for me yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. me too above anyone else
1: yeah. but I, I, I like the pairing of him and German together yep. yeah I thought it yeah. was pretty good yeah uh, I think that's a good strong team and I think they really work well. They're a good partnership and I think that's a much underrated thing uh, in the national setup is, is developing those partnerships. Yeah, and you've got mm-hmm. one in a box there.
0: What about your four backs, Cassandra? Um, who, who would start in your, in your back four?
2: Yeah, I've always had a yeah struggled with this because with Ange, you know, the back three and, mm. you know, surrounding that. So um, I'm glad, like, Chrissy said Sainsbury's in there Yeoman's in there um, but I to, I must admit I do yeah struggle to find that you know there's really s- cemented ones um,
0: and, uh, does any, anyone jump out as like yeah I, my my back three including Ryan is, is pretty is set you're set um, but, yeah. yeah my, my yeah. kind of four backs from there so I, I, I've awesome. got Beige has, has played BAH? well in, yeah. um, in in some games recently yeah. right back yeah. Right back is uh, yeah.
1: is the, is one of the problem areas we've yeah. got, obviously. But you know that's where Karasic has supposedly come in to try and fill the gap. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Risden is is the backup, and Brillante is the uh, speculative option. Yeah. Um, but it's a struggle, and you know that's why Ange went to the back three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have the, didn't <laughs> have that depth. We don't have the full backs yeah. for a back four, but we don't have enough centre backs for a back three. So <clears throat> well, we're in trouble. Yeah. Basically. yeah, I have
2: been impressed with Beich on a few occasions, though. I think um, Beich is a good... Yeah.
1: It would be my first choice, yeah. probably. Uh, back as well, to be honest, was definitely mm-hmm. an option for me, but he didn't make the cut. Yeah. And if Beich gets injured...
4: What what's, what's
1: your yeah. alternative
3: um, mm. we're looking here oh, did Milos Degenek make it in? Yeah.
1: yes
3: he's yeah. 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 Well, another that I'm, I'm impressed with I'm, I'm mm. impressed with Milos De- uh, Degenek so him and Sainsbury are at the top two for me at the moment but otherwise like I said there's nothing set in stone for me for the defence I'm not as confident as I should be with our defence
0: I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of defending yeah. in, this, yeah. in this tournament yeah and hope like I, I would I would guess how he sets his team up with four, then two kind of holding holding midfielders, and then your Leckie and your maybe just say Cruz for um, for now, and then you've got your kind of Rogic and Yurich. which Moy, so Moy uh, Jednak or maybe I, I, do you think he'll go Milligan? And Jednak,
1: yeah. Against for France, for France, I would yeah. go Milligan and Jednak. Yeah, but yeah. you've then got the position when you've got the two screeners. You can't, you don't have the luxury of Rogic and Moy together. Mm. No, um, because and, and, and I I struggle to drop either of them. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. It'd be tough to drop.
0: Yeah, I, I, I that, worry about Jednak's distribution. Yeah, if we're playing two, but bottles, Milligan compensates for that. M- Milligan is better, but. You know, if you've got to take out a Moy or a Rogic out of that, Your, yeah. out that midfield.
1: But both of both Milligan and Jednak have yes. a steal in defence that yeah. you're just not going to replace with either Moy or Rogic. Yeah.
0: Morgic. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
3: Like you said, Adam, we're going to be doing a lot of defending. That's going to put a lot of stress on the goalkeeper. Yeah. Now, the question is, who would you pick? Who would you? Uh, Danny uh, Vukovic has already proven himself even in one game. I'm more confident mm-hmm. with him than I am with Matt Ryan, and that seriously, yes. I probably uh, wow. I'd probably go with, with Ryan.
2: It. Really? Yeah.
3: For some reason, I'm just a little more confident with Vukovic than I am with Ryan at the moment because I can't seem to stand the back passes that he does to defence. It puts more pressure on the defence rather than kicking it towards the midfield or mm. towards the other half of the field, your opposition side always passing it to your back defence it's giving the other side a chance to run forward and take it off you immediately
0: yeah that, that is Ange yeah. um, football which I would imagine that we're we we will not see that as often as we as we have done mm-hmm. I, even I don't know line. I mean it
1: is modern football to play it out from the back though, just it because it, you're relying on the midfield getting the second ball mm-hmm. uh, if you you hoof it um, but if, it, it if, 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 if you've got
0: Juric in the team <laughs> seems like he's there to win headers and target man. <laughs> yeah, be, be a target man. If we're not playing direct, I don't know, We can we, you can end up, like, as, as Christina said, you can end up putting more pressure on your, uh, it, on your fence. Uh, it really
1: does depend on what the mentality is going to be. If we we're going to try and maintain possession uh, and hold the ball uh, and deny the opposition oxygen, mm-hmm. uh, then you can only do that by playing out from the back, yeah. really. Uh, if you gonna try and do the counter, I think our defence has to be stronger than it is mm. than anything we've ever seen. And really we just I think we we got more luck we would have more mileage of retaining the ball, retaining possession, uh, and trying to deny them opportunities than we would playing on the back foot the whole time and uh, reliant on making a quick break for it if we ever get the ball. Yeah.
4: But, that, mm. but
0: then in that, in that token, that brings me back to my point about Jedi and Milligan in midfield. If we're playing out from the back, as soon as it hits that defence, like, if Jednak gets the ball looking at goal, um, I, I'm not that confident with him receiving the ball there in, in his own half. Milligan yeah. more so. and. Um,
1: not I, I agree, it, mm. it, it is a, an issue. But if you've got Milligan by his side, a side pass to Milligan, let Milligan take care of it Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's the ambitious passes that Jedi tends to uh, overreach himself, I think. Mm. In fact, not even ambitious to be honest, anything more than 10 yards, he, yeah. he <laughs> overreaches himself. Um, but yeah, uh, but move him up beyond the center circle. And if he gets the ball, I'd be quite happy for him just to take a long shot.
0: Mm-hmm. So we, kind of, we we kind of touched on Eurich a little bit there. Um, do you think he's got a point to prove?
2: I think he would have to some extent. Yeah, especially with the likes of McLaren in, in discussion, he'd think, I oh, you know, I really need to score because you know McLaren might get my spot one day, and if I don't continue to score, then you know my job's up. You know. Yeah. in danger really I think Yeah, yeah. funny point. you should
1: mention that actually because we've got a new magazine out it just today, today. Oh. it's on sale today and it's awesome uh, so. it is quite <laughs> awesome but it's got a feature in it called five with a point to prove
0: um, five, five roos with
1: a point to prove uh where we uh, we look at the the players who are gonna be in the squad. Uh we did pick five that are gonna be in the squad. Yes we did. Yeah. Now that it's printed you figure out all oh, no didn't you? <laughs> uh, and uh, we assess, you know, who, which ones have got uh, a unfinished business at the World Cup. Mm. Uh, and uh, actually Tommy Urich isn't one of them that the, uh, the debate hadn't actually come up at that stage when we were writing this feature. But yes, I think he is. And I think you know, this very, very public debate, Shane Smeltz got involved in it last night as well at the Optus launch where he was saying that um, uh, he doesn't know where the goals are going to come from. Um, the only
0: question is, and this might be a little bit of a negative, but I question where, exactly where the goals are going to come. Um, but it's up, up for someone to stand up. You know, it's, um, maybe it is Ozani coming off the bench and and, and producing, but um, you know that's my one question.
1: Given what Chancelous was saying, I think you know the debate is out there. Tommy Urich is going to be aware of the the pressure that's on him uh, to live up to that selection. So it's going to be interesting to see how he responds to that. Um, it's going to be tough for any striker. For the soccer, who's going to the World Cup? But I think you know we've added an extra layer of pressure. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, mm. he's now got a point to prove, uh, and we'll have to see how he responds. It's going to be. I'm looking forward to getting the chance to interview him and see how he is responding yeah. uh, within himself to the conversation that's been going on around him. Um, but you know, he 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 has shown in the past. It's been a while because we've not really had that many big games, but. Uh, he has stepped up and uh, you know played a part at big games in the past and Asian Champions League, yeah. and Asian Cup. Uh, uh, the, he just seems to have gone missing a, a little bit in World Cup qualifying.
0: So, so the five players that we picked out in the in the feature is Robbie Cruz Matt Ryan, Trent Sainsbury, Kate, Tim Cahill, and Tom Rogic. Chris, um, now obviously that kind of ties into what you were what you were saying a little bit about Matt Ryan there, and and, and I definitely think after. Some of his performances at the last World Cup, where he was still pretty fresh, and um, he's maybe got a point to prove. To and after, I, I think a good season in, in the Premier League, where he's had to. Um, be, he's he's been worked much more than he than he has been probably in Definitely. his uh, in his previous roles. Um, so, like, is is there any other players that you think maybe have a, a point to, point to prove? Do you want to kind of touch on any of those, Christine?
3: Um, well. I'm just going to veer away from the person I'm going to speak about. I was going to mention Tim Cahill, but now it just comes to mind that Daniel Azani does have a point of proof. He's young, and this is his first time in a competition this big. So even though he has got the skill, he very much does, and he's proved it many times with Melbourne City. And people are also extremely happy that he's in the squad. Mm. But the thing is, will he be able to do it on such a high, you know, high-class world stage? He has got a point to prove. Will he, will he be able to do the same thing that he does in Milton City? And this time, it's not up against A-League players. Mm. You're up against world-class players like Lionel Messi. You're up against players like Harry Kane. You're up against all these amazing players with skill, maybe even better than you.
0: Do you, do you think there's there's pressure on him, um, or do you, mm. do you think it's he'll go there going well if if he does go? The minutes that he will get to to play, will it? You know, is there pressure on him to actually do something, or is it just good experience for him to be there?
3: I think at the moment he's quite excited, but you never know. He could crack under pressure.
2: Mm. I think you will definitely him. feel feel it.
3: Yeah, the yeah. closer it
2: gets. Exactly.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, that's a, that's the thing that you hear so often with people that are quite close to him that he he, he doesn't feel the pressure mm. and he's just so confident in his, in his own ability that he gets the ball and he looks at whoever he's, his opposition is and goes, I can have them. Yeah. And, he, and he runs at them and he takes them on and and you know like more often than not he, he does take them on so yeah. it's it's really exciting like Mike and I, I, I don't want to add more pressure I know he listens to the pod religiously <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but um, but like he, he, there is from from my side the pressure on him is from is from the. The hope, the future hope yeah. of the Socceroo squad, yeah. Yeah. you know, and he's like the he's leading the light of these young kind of exciting players that that is potentially could be where we take the the squad, and a lot of Australia, a lot of football fans want want that to happen, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's why they it's so important for him to be in that squad and, yeah. it, and get some game time. I
1: think ultimately it's the kind of football we want to see. You know that, that's what gets us so excited about it. Mm. You know Trent Sainsbury is fantastic player. I really have a I have huge respect and time for him. Jed Mac as well, steely resolve. Not necessarily the greatest passer, but you know a very very solid good player. Mm. Somebody you want in the squad. But they're not necessarily going to lift the game to a new level. Mm. And that's where Daniel Ozani comes mm. in. You know he just electrifies any game that he comes into. Um, and that's what we all aspire to. That's what we. Really gets the pulses going. Um, my joke said that, but goal line clearance is also uh, pretty exciting
0: too. Um, <laughs> Sanjessim can prove anyone.
2: I uh, just to touch on Azani quickly is I've noticed the only way to stop him most of the time is to just hack him. Um, <laughs> that's what uh, Adelaide United I think did one match, and they were just going going it's at him. And, <laughs> oh, mm. But the only yeah. way to stop him is the poor guy is to. To go at, for his legs, which is, I mean, it says something how good he is, you know, true to true. do that. Um, which, you
0: know. in um, in this World Cup, where chances may, be, um, may not come too often, getting Arzani on the pitch, trying to take on a full-back win, a free kick, yeah. putting it into a Juric, Jenak, um, Cahill. That's it. Look,
1: you know, qualifying, the majority of our goals came from set pieces. Mm, yeah. uh, if we've got Arzani yeah. running at defences and getting brought down, Mm. The edge of the box, playing into our strengths without a doubt. mm. Mm.
2: And back to your question, Adam. um, My play would be James Troisi with a point to prove. I think he's um, had many chances to prove himself. He hasn't quite done it um, international level. Maybe with winning the grand final, he's got a little bit of confidence. But I think he's someone that really needs to step up there and. If yeah, he does end up lying. he's been
1: a funny soccer because I mean he's yeah. shown moments of you know real brilliance and potential. Uh, I seem to, I'm probably wrong, but I seem to remember he had a good Asian Cup campaign. I think oh, he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. he got the winner. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know everything seemed to be coming up roses mm, for him. Yeah, uh, but then you know, it just gradually fades away again, yeah. and he didn't have the greatest of seasons with victory this no. season either. But
0: the thing that annoys me about him is like you look at his highlights reel, and it's like some of the goals that he scored in the A League mm. have been phenomenal. And like every now and then he sparks into life and does something, and, he, and everyone goes, "Oh, he is actually there a world player." Yeah, yeah. So then he just goes missing so so yeah. much. So I maybe think
1: it sounds. It feels like it's a mental thing. I remember we spoke to Sam uh, mm. Care just before uh, the start of the season, and it was just as she was really hitting her straps with the Matildas. Suddenly. Yeah. Uh, and she was saying you know previously when she turned up for the Matildas she didn't feel like she had the same job to do for the Matildas as she did for her team Uh, and it took a mental switch for her to really feel like she's key and pivotal to the Matildas where she stepped up and suddenly it's it's all come together for her. It does as a non- player at any kind of level, that mental aspect of it, it does, ama- does amaze me because it, I think it does play such a, a much bigger role than perhaps non-players uh, realise mm. uh, and you wonder what's going on uh, inside some, some people's heads sometimes.
0: Mm. Um, let's listen to a bit of audio from, uh, from last night, the Optus uh, World Cup launch um, and then we'll come back to it with a preview on a deep dive into Peru. Give us your thoughts on Daniel Arzani I know you've had a bit to do with him There's a lot of buzz around him He's made it to the 26 What's so good about him? Why?
3: Uh, he's, uh, we don't have anything
0: like him as a player um, I think stat, one stat he had I think this year was the amount of take-ons That he's gone past players uh, I think doubled doubled the nearest player next to him He just has this um, belief and confidence That every time he gets the ball He can get past a player And he, and he's proved that that he can do it um, and these are the type of players that you want to see, firstly in your own competition, in the A League, but
1: also in the national team because they actually, um, before I did, did go to
0: to Melbourne City, I just thrive watching him play. Uh, you just you just sit back and just enjoy what football is about, and he actually epitomises that. So Peru, probably the most unknown nation that we will face. Um, what what do we know about them? Uh, so. Population of thirty-two million. That's that's all my research. Know, <laughs> any more thirty-two into. million is actually much bigger than I realised. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. Well. Gosh.
0: Known for its Inca trails <laughs> and uh, drug produc- production. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but their football team. So um,
1: marching powder for the Inca trails.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Over that white line. Oh. <laughs> white line fever. Um, We're
3: going to get sued. <laughs> so, um,
0: 1970, they reached the quarter-final, um, it was their best uh, appearance at the World Cup, and 82, they didn't make it out of the group, but it um, was their last time, and then a 36-year absence from the World Cup.
1: I'm glad that you skated over the 78 appearance. <laughs> yeah.
0: We touched on that too much last week. 3-1 <laughs> against Scotland, I don't think it was. I think that um yes it was 78 I think they got out of the group but um but didn't kind of make it past. So that was that was their kind of golden generation. Um apparently they had a little blip in the in the 30s where their national team really kind of uh, made some strides, but 70s and kind of early 80s was the last time that they really made an an impression on world football until now. And um yeah qualifying was well, they, they went in, in through the fifth spot, so again, there's quite a nice uh, a similarity between well, um, the soccer roots. It's a
1: really interesting group in the fact that, it, with the exception of France, everybody qualified through playoffs. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Uh, Australia, Denmark, and Peru. Uh, and Peru, you know, against New Zealand, our near neighbour. Mm. Uh, and only just pretty much scraped through with Drew 0 0 with New Zealand in uh, Wellington, I presume, or was it Auckland? Uh,
0: I think. Yeah.
1: Um, and then managed to uh, play the altitude card, I think it was, with a 2-0 win in yeah. Peru. Uh, but, yeah, not really convincing. Uh, Shane Smeltz was again saying that that's our best chance of a, uh, a point, he thinks, mm. uh, or three points from the, the World Cup. Uh, and I have to agree with him. Um, we've also been helped by the, the Court of Arbitration and Sports, Whose uh, president <laughs> is an Australian and has my <laughs> dod on the board, but I'm Get sure it was entirely continental, <laughs> entirely continental, entirely <laughs> coincidental Who revoked uh, a successful appeal by the captain and chief source of goals, uh, Guerrero. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Who had been banned for a year for cocaine use and performance enhancement drugs, and then that got revoked, down to appealed and re- down downgraded to six months which would have let him appear at the World Cup. And then Kaz took up the, the, the case and uh, knocked him out for 14 months. <laughs>
0: fun. And, and rightly so. Mm. Quite right, yes. Yeah. You cheat. Cheat. <laughs> Who else can we ban? <laughs> no place for a company sport Cassandra, you watched a couple of games, yes. a couple of warm up games. Um, yeah. y- you were fairly impressed though, weren't you?
2: I was, yeah. Um, to be honest, I thought that we would have had an easier run with Peru. In the group, but after watching those two friendlies against Croatia and Iceland, um, was quite surprised by them and just their equality side. And to play to win two nil against Croatia, even though Croatia might not have been, you know, fully there or fully fit, I think it's still a huge achievement and speaks volumes, I think, for Peru, um, a team like Peru mm. to, to go on and do that.
1: It's interesting actually, in our uh, World Cup Special Edition, out on sale now with bumper bundle of World Cup guide, World Cup wall chart, World Cup sticker album, World Cup stickers, exclusive Socceroos World Cup stickers and World Cup trading card, um, we've got an interview with Andre Carrillo. Carrillo? Mm. Carillo. Um, who is one of the uh, Peru squad members, and he's saying that you know Guerrero's uh, suspension isn't actually going to impact the tide at all. They don't have key players on their side, and that it's all about the team effort. Yeah. Um, I think they're wrong, to be honest. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the top goal
3: scorer, isn't he?
1: Thirty-two goals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yes, big, big loss. He's a big loss, but they do have the best one of the best strips in the World Cup. Yeah. We had this debate at one stage. So I think before we went into the, uh, this pod, uh, Nigeria, Germany, Switzerland, and Peru all running for the best strips, my opinion.
2: Yeah, Germany's is up there. Argentina, the yeah. away one. I really like that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: away is very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saving up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one team that didn't make it, which was a former opponent from the 2014 World Cup of ours, um, and Peru's biggest rival.
1: Chile. Yeah. It's astonishing actually. You know, when you think about it. Uh, our group is so similar to last year. A to the last World Cups, um, but with the sort of B team alternatives. <laughs> Except for France. <laughs> well, France aren't Spain. Is in you know, in yep. uh and uh,
0: Denmark uh, I'm a bit nervous about this where you're going with this counter. <laughs> I'm Denmark. worried that you're tempting fight a little
1: bit. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think, you know, we didn't get out of the group last time, that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get out of the group this time, but uh, Peru aren't Chile, and uh, Denmark aren't Holland, uh, and Spain aren't France, so, yeah. you know, I, I, I think we should, on paper, be able to do better than we did last
0: time, right. but I'm so not sure if that's going to be good enough to get out of the group. But the, the qualification, Christina, was so tight.
3: Just. Just. The only difference was um, the goal difference. There was only one.
0: Yeah?
3: Only one. And to think that Peru is, of course, a a smaller powerhouse of the South American um, national teams. Like, we've got Argentina and Colombia and Chile and Brazil, and they're always spoken about. But to have Peru in the World Cup and their rivals, Chile, who are a higher team Mm. on national level, especially with players like Alexis Sanchez and so on, to say that Chile hadn't made it by one, (laughs) and to see Peru up there, not only is it going to be a higher talking point, over over and around peru it's going to give peru a huge boost because they're going to be along the lines of thinking it's been 36 years that we've been since we've been in the world cup not only that we're on top of our rivals we're in the world cup they're Mm. not just going to let this flow by and be like oh cool we're in the world cup we're going to play a couple games (laughs) no they're going to give it all that they can to every single one of them in the group especially to australia (laughs)
1: <laughs> Great <Yeah. laughs>
2: They're going
0: to be fully motivated with that right? So Looking a little bit into their squad So Alberto Rodriguez Their, their likely captain now Guero is not in the squad um, A traditional centre-back Lead by example um, Although he's actually nicknamed the Mute <laughs> Which um, you, you could probably give that nickname To quite a few of the sub squads. squad I Yeah well, could <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, He he was one of the big um, breakout stars, kind of going back tw- uh, ten years ago. Um, went over to play in Portugal. Unfortunately, got injury, uh, played time with with Braga and Sporting, and ended up heading back to uh, to play in South America. Now, currently plays in in Colombia. The uh, for me, the kind of the standout player from the from the back line is their fullback Aldo Corzo, twenty eight year old explosive fullback. Um, joins the attack regularly um, dynamic up and down up and down the pitch and which I feel like with beige um, as a <laughs> fullback, back I think they're, they're probably they may cancel each other out um if as you said before kev if beige gets injured and we've got a makeshift left back with them playing so there, there are other guys Ed- Edison Flores. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think he scored quite a good goal yeah. in, in one of the games you you were watching um, flashy winger he's our he's our answer to Arzani yes um, but probably six years into his um, yeah. into his career more um, scored five goals in qualifying um, generally plays on the, on the on the right as well so with him and Corso that's where the danger's going to come from For sure so we need to be pretty tight on that left back I would, yeah. I would say um, Jefferson Farfan Now, this was a name that Mm. I've not heard for a while. I
1: genuinely thought he'd retired (laughs) about five years ago.
0: He's still around. He's still going. (laughs) He's only 33.
1: And playing in Russia. Yeah. Look him up to Moscow.
0: So he's uh, he's planetised. 11 goals in 28 games um, for Loco. So um, yeah, he knows, yeah, he knows his way around yeah. Russian football stadiums yeah. mm. and goals. Not yeah.
3: only that, he's, he's Peru's second highest goal squad. Yeah. So he could definitely replace the captain.
0: Yeah, so yeah, he's probably more known for his assists now. Um, I, I believe in, in the squad, but yeah, he might have to pick up the uh, pick up the goal scoring.
4: I think
2: so. Yeah,
0: um, without Guerrero just point out that also in our new issue,
1: World Cup bumper issue of the 442, we've got a special section on the strengths and weaknesses of all Australia's uh, rivals at the World Cup, uh, which uh, goes into great detail about all these players and much, much more. Get yeah, it's on sale now. Have I mentioned it? we've got a World Cup issue?
0: We, we're we actually, that kind of brings us on <laughs> to let's have a look through the bumper issue. So. As always, we get your June issue, which is your mag. There's also a 64-page guide which pro- previews all and every team at the World Cup, talks through the stadiums, top goal scorer, um, and everyone's favourite World Cup piece is the wall chart. Not, talk-
1: on, not only is it 64 pages, it's 68 pages. 68 pages. <laughs> Six- <We're> in, <laughs> extra bonus we're four, the extra pages. four pages. Extra four pages, just to the listeners of the, the
0: podcast. <laughs> um Finally, and and this is me as a as an absolute World Cup geek, football tragic, the Panini sticker album. Oh yes, now, oh, this is this is where the excitement comes from me, and <laughs> um, and what I have done as a bit of fun, and we're going to get everyone doing this that comes on the pod before the World Cup starts is, in that pack, you've got a strip of um, soccerist stickers: Matt Ryan, Trent Sainsbury's, Mark Millett, Sainsbury's, Sainsbury. <laughs> Um, it's not a supermarket from, from supermarket the UK. player. <laughs> um, Mark Milligan, Mila Jednak, Matt Lecky, and Timmy Cahill. Um, so these are the these are the the six players that you get. You also get a pack um, which has another five stickers in. What we're going to do? You've got those six players plus the five in your pack to create a five-a-side team, and then also pick w- with one of your stickers. So the six sticker that you will insert onto your little sheet um, is who you predict is gonna win from the the pack that you've got in your hand. Okay. So um let's go for it. Who's um, who's the most most furthest in? Cassandra, yeah. if you wanna <laughs> yeah, who've, who've you ready. Got, let's open your pack, who've you got in there?
2: Lucas Dunier. I might need Lucy Zelich's help with these um <laughs> the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's probably my best one I think from France.
1: Ooh I've got a gold club badge. Ooh. national team badge.
0: I've got two shinies in my pack. Ooh. What and <laughs> um, one of them Serbia, which would be if that was a, a better team, um, more chance of winning, I would probably stick him as my oh, winner. Okay. Um but I will tell you who I have got. Miroslav Klose. Wait. Wait. He's going straight <laughs> in my winner box. Oh, I think they've
2: taken it. Yeah. No chance.
0: <laughs> Can
1: I open another pack? No. Nope.
2: <laughs> Me too.
1: <laughs> you're going to you're going to uh, use all sure. your Socceroos? I think mm. there's a good chance.
3: Oh, I've got Mexico.
0: <laughs> so, who oh, else have I nice. got? So I've got, got a gonna, one there. Oh, so I've got Panama goalkeeper, um, or Matt Ryan. Oh, that is tricky. I'm gonna have to go for Matty. I'm gonna go for Matty on that one. So Matty gets my number one spot, my goalkeeper. Who else has stuck one in yet? Come on guys. Cool. Mm. Yeah.
1: This is a great game, can somebody else
0: play? It would It, it would help if I gave you the... <laughs> 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 like, yeah one thing. <laughs> um, so so while, while you're waiting, um, Mele is going in for me. Okay. He is still probably our biggest goal threat so, yeah, he is sir. taking the centre spot on my...
1: Seriously, I can't change anything?
0: <laughs> you, can have, you can have your suckaroos. <laughs> Alright, I'll tell you what.
1: Where's my suckaroos card, man?
0: Um, how about...
3: <laughs> next, <laughs> to the other magazine, who needs it? <laughs> We're gonna cheat. There's your, there
0: your Alright, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put an extra five face down Five's on the down. table. And if Ooh, anyone oh needs yeah, to yeah. needs to have a swap, then you can do. So five stickers. All right. While we're waiting, while we're waiting, I've got Ivan Rakitic. <gasps> wow,
3: well, Ivan! Well, did you cheat? <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you just put all the best ones in yours.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> he did. My so game. This. Um. All right. Can
1: we what, do swaps? All right. It seems to be in the spirit of the game to be able to swap.
0: Okay. Who wants to um, Who wants to pick first? Go on, Kev. You're the one that's moaning most about your.
1: Trying to see if we can tell anything by the
0: numbers. That's risky. It's going to be Russia or a stadium. Yeah, <laughs> going for the yeah. early early twenties. Three eighty looks good. Oh. What have you got? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Team badge. Oh. Right. Japan.
3: I'll go. What am I going to do? What am I going to pick?
0: G <laughs> <Gee>, Dong <Wong. sighs> Who have we got? Alright. Well, i got to put
3: Maddie. i, I got to keep Maddie. I'll keep him up front. It. <laughs> it's got to be Matt Ryan.
0: I think I might. I think I. My my latest sticker, Jidongwon, that I've just pulled out, forward. I think that's going to make up my five. I'm going to South Korea, forward, and I'm going to go with Matt Leckie to round out my five.
1: Where did you get this uh, sheet that we're sticking onto?
0: I made it. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can you stick it on the
1: one somewhere so that others can download it? Look at our Twitter account. We'll give you a link to this. <laughs> Does, play it at home?
0: Does anyone want to swap? I've got the Panama goalkeeper and a Russian defender, Mario mm. Fernandez. And, and when I say swap, you can have. <laughs> 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 because I've already made my five-a-side team. And
3: if I can get the sticker, too.
0: <laughs> oh, Christina. <laughs> Come on, fall into the first hurdle. All you've got to do is unstick.
3: Unstick. I'm in a different breed of... Stupid, right now. <laughs> All right. Well, for a defender, I've got Martin Cesare from Uruguay. Oh, nice. Uruguay
0: defender. That yeah. is not That's bad. a
3: good one. I'm taking him now. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not swapping him. Yes. Yeah. And for the striker, oh.
0: Cassandra, look like you look Cassie's like
2: done. I think I'm set. Go not on. too happy with it, but. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs>
0: okay, who've we got?
2: So, Maddie Ryan in goals. <sighs> Matt Lecky, Yeti. I've got Mijat Gacinovic from Serbia. Timmy Cahill's made the cut. And Lucas Dignier from France, who also plays for Barcelona.
0: Ooh. So
2: I think that's a pretty good choice So you've picked
0: France as your winning team. Yes. So let me, uh, whilst we're doing some final sticking, let me run through how the point systems work. So this is similar to fantasy football that you would get in um, the Fox Fantasy for the A-League or the Prim- Fantasy Premier League. Six points for each goal scored by a goalkeeper or defender. Five points for a goal by a midfielder. Four points for a forward 3 points for an assist, 4 points for a clean sheet for def- defender or goalkeeper, 1 point for midfield, and then the only other point is 15 points for the winning nation. So mine is Germany. So yeah. Kev, where are you up to?
1: I have gone for Matt Ryan goal as well. Uh, I've got Maxi Pereira from Uruguay in defence. Nice. Michael Mana from Costa Rica. Salvigny, Senegal, I think, and Tim Kale up front, and I'm going for Jetta.
0: Oh, as my nice. So he's, he's. Do you get a bonus point for the captain of the team that would lift the nation, lift the trophy? If I you think want? I, probably yes. Yeah,
1: I think so definitely. Look at all the shinies that you got. I got lots of shinies, but that's not really much use to me, mm. especially not with the Costa Rican yeah. <laughs> Um
0: are you not using them because I'll stick them my, <laughs> my book, my book! <laughs> um. I'm, right. st-
3: I'm still trying to unstick. don't <laughs> judge me.
0: <laughs> what have we got in there so far?
3: So far we've got Matty Ryan in goals, Martin is in defence with Milliard neck in the midfield with Mark Milligan, and if I can put down... I'm still trying to choose between Tim Cahill and Matthew Leckie.
0: So you've got... You've got Mexico as your as your team
3: but
2: I or do do have He's a good one yeah
0: yeah
3: that's a hard one
0: so you for the for the winning team you don't for the winner you don't get points from for them okay that's that's, that's only if they win the, the, the tournament game. yeah you get your 15 points yeah so yeah. you don't get any points through the through the, the tournament that seems a very
1: cursory rule that you've made up <laughs>
0: Do we, do, do I you think wa- we should get
1: double points. For the, <laughs> double points. Double so points for anything they do. That's our trump card.
0: No, you can No, because mine is Mirazol closer. Yeah, exactly. He he's <laughs> not even playing. Exactly. He's, he's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> My tip
2: is Germany for the World Cup. Um, yeah.
0: It is now for me as well. Yeah. <laughs> I I would. I don't know. Like, I think France. In Spain you just don't know what France team is yeah. going to turn up like they could uh, be absolute world beaters yeah. or they could just have a a, a mass exodus and yeah. walk out in a training session and. yep yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: I think there's probably if you could probably look at a cyclical I'm sure every second World Cup is a disastrous one yeah
0: let's it starts a few days before
1: the 2002, opening, 2002, 2000, opening game 6 This is going to be a disastrous one. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Predictions. Done. In the cycle. It's in the cycle.
0: Well, let's leave it there. Thank you very much, Christina, Cassandra, Kevin.
1: It's a bit of a (laughs)
0: K-K-K-K-K podcast. It's a Kizun. And I'm your host, Adam. We will be doing a few more pods before the World Cup, and then Kev will be chatting to you from Russia. go out and buy the mag. It's on sale today. Um, absolute massive bundle. Massive. And, uh, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye.